Wow. Missed the deadline, everything, bro. That's crazy. Sick, bro. It's your first time saying this too, bro. First time saying this. On bro. Love is Love podcast. You never, see never. Shit. I never told the full, 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 full story. I told part of the story on Crew Has It, but my son GF could not shut the fuck up, <laughs> and it was hilarious. So I'm telling the it, full, it, full, it. full story with my God business. Yo, it's your boy Business, aka the Show Venter. I've been about all your favorite shows and all that. BMF, Power Ghost, Raising Canaan, Power Force, Belair, y'all know what I do, man. You get what I'm saying? It's the Love is Love podcast, episode four. You know what I'm saying? I got a special guest in the building. I had to up it this week. I had to up it this week. So y'all think I'm playing? Like, we not playing with this podcast. You get what I'm saying? I got actor in the building, great actor. You get what I'm trying to show you? King Corey, the first, a.k.a. McVeigh from Power Ghost. Like, y'all see how we coming. What's up, it's bro? King Corey the first? Come on now. <laughs> Come on, McVeigh in the building. You uh, got to protect the warehouse. Yeah. Protect it, man. Come on. Nah, you elite. You elite. That was the first video I did on you. Yeah, you remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I got McVeigh in the building, man. You get what I'm saying? Bro. Yeah, he always got the sharp lineup and all that. I'm telling you, shout out to his barber, because I'll be looking, I'll be like, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out my guy Sneed the Great, man. The best barber in the in the world, honestly. If you the best barber in New York City, you the best barber in the world, bro. That's a fact. Shout outs to him, but yeah, bro. Can't go outside without the clean line. Of course, bro. Of course, bro. You gotta go to important places, you know what I'm saying? And you're an important person, feel me? You know hey. the vibes, man. With my boy Ace Payton for you said, you gotta look good when the light hits you, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's all about when the light hits you. I mean, that's a fact. When the lights come on, you gotta perform. Perform, bro. Yeah, that's that's bro. it, bro. So we just wanna know like a little bit about you. I'm saying like how you came up, how you mm -hmm. started. You know what I'm saying some people know you as King Corey the first. Yeah. Some people know you as McVeigh. You do way more than that, though, but, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Give a little overview of that. Bro, it's like, where do I start, bro? And I'm still going, bro, just like your shirt says. Keep going, keep you know what I'm saying? Bro. You see the plug and all yeah. that? Businessandco.store, go tap in. But yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I mean, well, I'm King Corey the first. I'm from Jamaica, Queens. Um, you know, my journey in the film industry started when I was very young because I wanted to be an actor. I think that's how most people get into the business. Like they want to be an actor or they want to be a writer or something like, you know what I'm saying? But then when you actually finally get on set, you notice like, damn, there's mad other stuff that people do that, you know, could get you in the room. So, you know, like when I was um, when I graduated Dozo in 2013, you know, I started looking for intern gigs in the film industry and um you know, I started with as a parking production assistant. So every day I would just go there. I would sleep in my car, not on power or none of that, like on low budget shows. I would go there. I would sleep in my car overnight and wait for the trucks to come just so I could move the cones out the way. That was my job. Bro. Crazy, bro. And it's, it's been 10 years, like this year, 2023. So, um, you know what I'm saying? So I was moving cones at 5 a.m. for productions. Like, you know, you know, in, in, in the city, you'll always see cones. Yeah. yeah, there's somebody regulating that. There's somebody oh. sleeping in their car and waiting for you to park your car in the cone so they could get out their car and be like, yo, bro, you got to move your shit. Oh. So that was me when I first started. Crazy. And also a production assistant. 
just bringing niggas coffee. I curse on him, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Just bringing niggas coffee. Love is you love podcast. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Be heavy with it. Facts. So I was doing that, <laughs> um, but it wasn't full time. So when I had started in the business, I was still working in T-Mobile. You know what I'm saying? I was still very much so in the hood, bro. Like. You know what I'm saying? Just doing what I do, jugging for bread. Whatever the case was, bro, I was in the hood at the time. Yeah. But, you know, when I was working at T-Mobile, I uh, ended up working for this Indian dude, and he was a real piece of shit, bro. And um, one day, he just tried to violate me with some bread out of my check, and then he was oh, telling hell me. Hell no. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm, I started, I'm like, bro, you can't just take this bread out of my check just because you feel like it. And he's like, yo, you got to watch your mouth. He's like, this is the best job you'll ever get. Oh, and when he said God. that, bro, I literally, bro, I, first of all, I cursed him the fuck out. Some suck dick, all of that <laughs> shit, right? But then after that, I, t- I went back to my block. My homies was all chilling on the block, bro. I took off my T-Mobile shirt, bro, and I burned it, bro. And I said, bro, I'm about to just focus on this film shit, bro. I swear to God, bro. And from that moment on, I never looked back to, like, you know, having a regular job. And I just wanted to, you know, chase the passion. So then that led to, you know, production assistant jobs. I did a little short film over the summer that led me. I started working for NBC. And then sometime in, like, 2014, 15, um, you know, I started I started doing like construction grip work. So I'm sure most of our viewers don't even know what a grip is. A grip Nah, bro, I don't know. All right, cool. Cat. So a grip in the film industry is uh pretty much they're pretty much like a, a technician, but they're they're pretty much just like a laborer, to be honest. Like you do a lot of heavy labor. Like a construction grip is the one who puts the sets up. You get okay. what I'm saying? A regular grip is the one that deals with um, light diffusion, heavy stands. They're the ones that's driving the big cranes through the city so they, we, could, we could throw up a big light in the diffusion. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so they're the yeah, ones yeah. Doing, doing the heavy, heavy label on set. Yeah. So that's really how I came up, and that's what I've been doing for the last few years. But um, when I started working for Power, I was freelance. And um, you know what I'm saying? as a grip first it was construction grip then i moved to a shooting grip meaning i wasn't putting up sets anymore i was on set actually putting up lights and uh it was in the mix i was in the mix from like you know but not full time only like maybe once once a week maybe just whenever they called me i was there but then um it was like i'm I'm trying to yo bro my memory be foggy bro (laughs) it was like 2018 yeah, November 2018, bro. And um, my best friend, Mac, who went to Van. Wow. My son, Mac, they called him Wiz, Wiz Khalifa. He always had the strip in his hair. Word. And shit, he went to Van, bro. When he was in there, well, yeah. He was in there when you was in there, for sure. Word? But, yeah, bro. Now we definitely knew each other then. It was my son, Mac. That was my best friend in life, bro. But he, yeah. he, he passed away Press in November. Peace. Yeah. So um, when he passed away, uh, you know, I just fell into a real dark space, bro. You know what I'm saying? I fell in a real dark space, start to like question my purpose, all that shit. Like just went into depression. You know what I'm saying? A week before he died, I got in a relationship with this girl. Yeah. And, you know, shortly after I had to end it with her, because after that I was depressed. Ah, ah, ah. But then the day after I broke up with my girl, I got a call to work on power again. Wow. So when they when they called me, I came in. We had this long ass day in fucking Long Island. 
tell you the whole story. Y'all can edit it, edit, nah, chop it up how y'all want. So tell a story, bro. So we had this long ass day in Long Island, and it was freezing cold. This was the day that um that uh that Naturi killed Lala. The day that Tasha oh, killed Lala. Oh yeah, crazy and episode. Hell yeah, crazy episode. And we was filming there for two days straight, and um. You know, because it, it was in Long Island, it was out the way for a lot of people. And pretty much this dude that was working there kept coming late and kept fucking up. And when I was there, bro, mind you, it was brick cold, bro, in Long Island. Yeah. When I was there, bro, I, I didn't give a fuck what I had to do. I felt like this was my only opportunity for anything. So I was outside freezing, bro. Anything them niggas want, I got it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they ended up that week, they ended up firing son who kept coming late and they kept me gave me that Crazy. shot but I opened my mouth I said like listen if there's any 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 chance of any permanent spot or something more frequent like I want it mm-hmm. and then they was just like you know what fuck it yo fire this other dude keep this kid so you know after that I was on like I was on power you know full time type full-time, shit full time yeah so we did um we did season five. We did season six. That's the original power. The original power. Yeah, he OG power. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, He's been yeah, around yeah. for a minute. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pay attention. Yeah, so we did season six. Um, we shot all of that stuff. And during season six, um, the executive producer of Power, he was the co-executive producer and the co-showrunner. Um, He's now the showrunner and sole executive producer of Force. No, you're talking about Gary Lennon. Yeah. Gary Lennon. So while we was on set for Power season six, um, number one, I gotta tell the full story. When I first started working for Power, I ran into Gary Lennon um, in the in the lobby of Steiner's studio, and um, and I just told him like I knew who he was, and I've been following him on Instagram. And he was like, "Oh, you know that's cool. What's your Instagram?" He followed me back, and like two weeks later, my best friend died, and I had posted it. So he saw it and he donated like 500, like off the rip to the GoFundMe. And um, and then he seen me working and he would be the only person of stature in, in the establishment that would acknowledge me. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's really like that in the film business. Like, if you a nobody, nobody's looking at you, nobody's talking to you, none of that. Until you get what I'm saying, they know who you are. Uh-uh. You get your stripes. And yeah, something. you get your stripes. So anyway. Gary would acknowledge me every single day because he knows, like, you know, whatever happened. He just knew it. Maybe he felt something, whatever. So he would be like, good morning. Ah, ah, ah. He donated to my man's GoFundMe. One day we on set, season six. We filming um, the day when Ghost puts Tasha high like that. Oh, yeah. Classic scene. Yeah. Classic scene. All, all classics, bro. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. classic, right? <laughs> classic. So we filming that. that, and I'm, I'm, bro, I'm, I'm the type of nigga that, even though my job was just to, like, put up stands and that's that, I'm reading the script in the morning. I'm doing exercise so I'm sitting behind Gary. I'm reading the script, and Sun just turns around, and he was like, so, Corey, what do you really want to do in this business? Wow. And I was like, I want to act. And that's just what, what came out. Yeah. And he was like, oh, really? He was like, you know, you would be really good for Lakeisha's baby father. And we're, 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 we're on the fence right now looking for somebody. He was like, give me your email. I'm going to set you up with casting. And just like that, he plugged me in with casting. And then they sent me the audition to read for Lala's baby father. I did it. Um, he told me they liked it. Everybody liked it. And then I was just waiting for a callback or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm still doing my job, X, Y, Z. And then um, 
I hit up Gary and I'm like, yo, what's going on with the role? And then he told me, listen, unfortunately, you know, we went with somebody that I think Courtney picked or whatever, you know, that light skinned dude that ended up playing it. Like we went with him. It was really close for you, but I'm sorry. So I was tight. Like, yeah. damn, like, you know what I'm saying? As a young nigga from the hood, bro, that felt like, damn, this is about to be my chance. And ever since the first day I stepped foot on power set, I just felt like, yo, I'm going to be in this show. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going you know, to take over this shit. And I was mm -hmm. nobody, bro. Like, nobody. Yeah. It, it, I remember the first time I even seen 50, like, around that time. And he just looked at me and was just looking at me like, yo, who is this nigga? Like, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, I, yeah. It, it intimidated me. And I, like, left the room. Like, because he was looking at me, like, up and down. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, shit. This was like before I was anybody. I shouldn't have even been on set because I was doing construction. Yeah, and yeah. I I came on set to see what was going on. <laughs> Fifty looking at me like, oh, who is Who's this nigga, that? bro? Get this nigga out of here. <laughs> so, bottom line is, anyway. So I I did not get that role, but then um I'm still doing my job X Y Z season six of Power, bro. I'm carrying mad heavy shit, grinding it out. One day I'm doing that, and now Courtney Kemp's on set. She sees me and she's like, I'm carrying a big ass stand, like some shit like that, bro, but like yeah. twice the size. Anyway, Crazy. I'm carrying that shit. She's like, hey, kid, come here and put that down. So I'm like, all right, cool. She was like, I saw your audition. She was like, it was fire. She was wow. like, we really, really almost went with you. Unfortunately, we went with somebody else, but I want to keep you in the mix. Keep doing what you're doing. And, you, you know, we might see you in one of the in either this season or the next. So I'm like, yeah. cool, bro. Hope it's still alive. This is season six of Power, bro. Yeah. Hope it's still alive. Oh, gee. So now you got you to gotta understand context, though. Power, we work 14 hours a day, 16 hours a day. Easy. Five days a week. So if I'm banging yeah. out an audition, bro, that's like while I'm dead shot tired and all of that. Just and they don't give you much time, bro. If, if you was up for a role, bro, yeah. they, and let's say it was today. They'll send you the audition at seven and they need it by the morning or they need it by nine at night. Like they'll send it to you hours right before you like you don't have much time to prepare for audition is, is my point. Yeah. And, and the fact that I'm working adds another element of, of um, difficulty. Yeah. Anyway, so fast forward now, still doing power, but I'm getting cool now. My feet is like set. People's knowing with me. People mm -hmm. rocking with me. Ah, ah. So they sent me another audition towards the end of the season, episode 10. Yeah. I don't see that shit until the morning after they sent it, bro. Wow. Missed the deadline, everything, bro. That's crazy. Sick, bro. It's your first time saying this too, bro. First time saying this. On bro. Love is Love podcast. You never, see never shit. I never told the full, 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 full story. I told part of the story on Crew Has It, but my son GF could not shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it was hilarious. So I'm telling the it, full, full, full story with my God business. So anyway. They sent that second audition, bro. Yeah. But it was for it was for some bullshit role. That was not a bullshit role. Any role would have been a good role. Yeah, yeah, but it was for a security guard in, in um season six, episode ten, who just says one line to Tariq. Never seen him again. Oh, right. Man. And then even um Lakeisha's baby father. That was like you might have saw him once or twice. I don't even remember that. You don't even remember that, yeah. right? But those were the two roles that I pretty much fumbled. So now I'm sick. Now it's like, okay, we're going into the spinoffs. I missed my opportunity to be in the original power, yeah. right? I'm starting back um, season one of Ghost, 
spun off, but I got promoted to camera. So now I'm working with the camera. I'm like, it's like, as a grip, there's levels to it. So mm -hmm. you could be construction, you could be just working with lighting, and then there's grips that work with camera. Mm -hmm. Those grips is, is separate, you get what I'm saying? So the person who was doing that on power ended up going to do a movie or something. They threw me in that because I was doing, I was doing stuff like this. I was running a podcast and I, was, I did my own short film, so they knew I knew what I was doing with I camera. Seen that. I seen you that. get what I'm saying? I copped that the other day. Word, like, word, word. Greeted the movie. Yeah, bro, that's a throwback. I actually did that a minute ago. It took me forever to put it out because I did everything myself. Every little thing, like all the editing, every little design, I did it from scratch. Like it wasn't much at the end of the day looking back, but it was a lot then to do all of that shit yourself. Anyway, so season one of Ghost Thoughts, I get promoted to camera now. Now I'm even more in the mix than I was before, bro. Mm -hmm. Now I'm talking about like it's only me in the room and the actors, bro. Me, the actors, and the sound guy, bro. And, 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 you know, there will be another camera out there or there will be two cameras or whatever. But I'm one of the few people in the world that's in the room when it's going down. Right. Mary J. Blige, 50, Method Man, all of that. I'm in the room for all of that every single day. I wake up, I'm at all the meetings. I, like, it, it was a whole different level now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't want to spill too much business. But let, let me just put it simply. Gary and Courtney got into a big fight. Okay. They stopped fucking with each other. Mm -hmm. Gary was the one that plugged me in with casting and even even put me in front of Courtney to see. So right, now that right, Courtney right. Stopped, stopped fucking with Gary pretty much temporarily, whatever they had going on, I was pretty much asked out on the acting tip yeah. because now I couldn't get into casting without Gary. So Gary wasn't a part of Ghost at all. You wow. get what I'm saying? Yeah, like at all. Yeah. And he was a top dog there. So that was a big thing. Yep. So now I'm just working. But I, I ended up, you know, getting real comfortable there. And now I'm cool. Like, I'm on set doing what I wanted to do, bro. I, I'm talking about, like, <laughs> wild shit, bro. Yeah. Like, we, was, we was out here. We copped fake lightsabers. We was battling with them shits. <laughs> battling. It don't matter who it was. That, actors, directors. We smoking them up, slapping them up. We took, taking, taking directors that come just for one week. We stuffing them in barrels. Like, we going crazy, <laughs> bro. Like, on the set. Like, we turned the set upside down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I ended up um, meeting somebody else who's really a close friend now. My boy um, Kismet, King Kismet the Third. We got similar Instagram and all that, and and that was my right hand. So yeah. we just started turning the setup with all the actors. We going out after. We going to the club. We making it fun. Like yeah, it like fun. we 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 the shit was high school now, bro. Mm -hmm. All over again. Now we in high school. Now we having the time of our lives. But nothing was coming in on the acting tip, and yeah. that was my passion from jump that made me even want to be in the film industry. So. I'm like, ah, what the fuck is going on? I'm trying to strategize. How can I get back into casting without my end and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, bro. The whole, oh, matter of fact, during season one, COVID hits. Season one of Ghost. Season one of Ghost, COVID hits. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? There was something, there was some opportunity that was about to come up. And I think COVID had ruined it. We came back, still nothing. Did the whole season one of, of Ghost with no nothing on, as far as acting. Season two came, bro. Still doing my job, doing yeah. camera. I'm moving up in the world. I'm doing what I want to do, but still nothing on the acting tip until one day um, we on set. And um, sometimes, like, y'all ever seen scenes where, like, the character's on the phone and, um, you know, they on the phone with somebody. Yeah. So that actor is not present on set, but they still might need to give a certain energy. So oh, usually the right. assistant director will read the lines. 
Um, shout out my boy uh, Deshaun. He's the assistant director. So he was reading the lines mad dry, bro. Oh, Super yeah, dry. Yeah. Like, I'm talking <laughs> about, like, Tariq was supposed to be on the phone with... Who was he supposed to be on the phone with, bro? This was season two? This is season two. He was supposed to be on the phone with somebody, bro, whether it was Monet or whoever, bro. And, yeah. And Deshaun was reading the lines mad dry. I'm like, okay, yes. Monotone. Are you talk to... Or I'm, I gotta see... Like, I gotta pick you up. Blah, blah, blah. And then Shanna Stein... This is episode six now. Shanna Stein directed two episodes, six and eight. Yeah. Anyway, Shanna Stein, she was like, Deshaun, you need to put some more emphasis into this. Why are you reading like this? She was like, we need somebody to put some emphasis. She was, and then I was, bro, mind you, I went out with Michael Rainey the night before and we got super, super fried. I'm talking about bad. We was, it was so bad <laughs> that it, we had to keep it a secret. Like, you know what I'm saying? We oh, was it's fried. a party. Yeah, we was fried. We wasn't supposed to be out because of COVID and we wasn't supposed to be out because we had to be on set in the morning. So yeah. I get to set in the morning and I'm fried, bro. Yeah. Like, and then on that day, Shanna Stein is like, we need somebody to read this. Corey, you're an actor, right? Read the script. And I'm, I'm there like this. Huh? <laughs> but then it was my moment. Start yeah. reading the script. I put all the emphasis. I took them on a journey. I gave them highs and lows. No matter what I'm doing, I'm putting work into it. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So then everybody on set start buzzing, like, on some, like, oh, yo, who's reading? Yo, you sounded really good. Yo, why aren't you in the show? Like, you're from Queens. Like, yeah. you got the build. You got the look. Yeah. You should be in the show. So Shanna, everybody pretty much put that pressure on Shanna. They was like, yo, why isn't he in the show, right? Right, right, right. Ah, ah, Mind you, nobody on the show knows that I even auditioned for the show. I don't, I, I don't talk you about things. You just be things. cooling. I be cooling, your job. bro. They, nobody knows, not the actors, nobody knows that I auditioned, bro. I keep it cool because if people know what your plans are, they know how to affect you. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want nobody knowing that I wanted to act. I just wanted them to think I wanted to do whatever I was doing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the, the crew now put the pressure on Shannon by saying like, yo, he's good. He sounded good. Why can't you put him in the show? So she was like, okay, yeah, we're going to make something work. She said it like in front. Of, we're going to make something work for you, Corey. She's like, give me your email. I'm going to set you up with casting. So now yeah. I'm like lit. I'm back in the game now. I got another executive producer to throw me back in with casting. So now I'm hype, bro. And um, she's like, but this is towards the end of episode six. She's like, okay. On my next episode, she said this in front of the crew, on my next episode, I'm going to try to get you in, which was episode eight. So now we go through episode seven. Uh, I, I, I get the email for the motherfucking role of what is now McVeigh. Yeah. When I got the email, it says soldier number one. And I was like, they never specific with it though. That's what I heard. They just they, yeah. they'll tell you something that you don't know. Exactly. You don't know who you might be speaking to in it, all of that. But soldier number one got the email, bro. I'm on set late that night. I get off. I go to Brooklyn to record the audition. Nailed it, sent it in. And um, my boy Jules, who's a writer on um, Power and Ghost, he wrote the episode. So the main people who have a say on who's gonna get cast is the writer and the director. Wow, of each episode because there's a different writer and director of each episode so it comes the final say is the writer and the director of that episode nah that's a gem right there I yeah, did yeah, not yeah, know yeah, that, yeah 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 a lot of people don't know that they think it's the casting director they think yeah. it's the producers they think it's whoever if you wrote the episode and i directed the episode it don't matter what 50 gotta say and this person gotta say it's us now because this is our episode yeah so jules was my boy 
And Shanna, Shanna was cool. She's the one who said, I'm going to get you in. I sent the audition in. My boy Jules hit me up and was like, yo, bro, I saw your audition, bro. That was dope, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like, yeah, bro, we should do something. We should we should spice this roll up. Uh, uh. Like That's kind of how he talks. He's, he's mad cool, bro. Yeah. I love Jules. So he's like, we should spice Shout this up. Him. Right? So I'm like, cool, but nothing set in stone, bro. And I didn't get no email back from casting. And I've been through this now two, three times. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not thinking too much of it. And um, whatever. My boy Jules is telling me, though, like, yo, I'm going to try to see what I could do. Uh-uh. And then, um, yeah, one day, bro, I was at work. I was, I was tired. I went to the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. On, you have a, like, if you got a job, bro, sometimes you go to the bathroom just to get away, bro. Yeah. That's the truth. Like, yeah, you, you go, go to the bathroom to go get away, out. bro. <laughs> so I was on one of those. I was in the bathroom just on my phone, bro, and the shit popped up. Offer for roll. Email? And like, you had, yes, a, you had notification? It, it popped up right on my phone. Offer Crazy. for role. And it said the character name. And it, it wasn't like no soldier one. It, was, it said offer for role of McVeigh. From casting, and I was like, bro, I never answered an email so quick. They said, are you available to film from these days to this day? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what I yeah, got to do. Yes, bro. It's hit lit. that shit, bro. It's up. And I just hit a crazy, like, laugh to a, like, a cry. Like, I was going crazy, bro. Mad hype. Yeah, you got to, bro. That's, yeah. that's the moment right there. Yeah, you was so grinding I, all that time. Yeah, hell man. yeah, bro. That was but 10 moment. years is crazy. People didn't know that. Yeah, people don't know, bro. Yeah, so, yeah, that's from, from there. It, it's all history, bro. You know what I'm saying? Originally, that character that I played was only supposed to have one line in one episode, bro. You get what I'm saying? But because of not only my relationship, but how they, like, saw me in the role, mm -hmm. they, they included me in Mecca's entire storyline. You get what I'm saying? Right, so right. So, I right. became his, 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 you know, right-hand hitter who's out here searching for the shit. If something goes wrong now, I'm guarding the warehouse. I'm searching for the bag. I'm doing that. So that was, it was lit, bro. And I yeah. also, at the time, I was also still, um, you know, under contract for cameras. So now I'm doubling the bag up. I'm getting paid for Ooh. that. And I'm getting paid for acting on the same days. Like, Running you know what I'm saying? Up. But if I wasn't acting, I'm still getting paid, bro, because I was under contract. So I was running it up. Yeah, you know yeah. That's a fact, bro. Nah, that's fire, bro. So, like, how did you prepare for that role? Like, I see, I did, who, who was your acting coach? It was Wendy? Wendy. Wendy yeah. McKenzie, bro. You know, I, you know I swear by Wendy McKenzie um, because, number one, Wendy is mad real, bro. She was one of the only black casting directors back in the 90s anybody that was acting on, on the film scene knows her she gets that respect because they know but um she's real bro she's just real bro she's gonna tell you how it is like she's not about to sugarcoat you if your shit sucks she's gonna tell you it sucks she's gonna tell you why it sucks bro that's why i like wendy bro you know what i'm saying it's it's no it's no sugarcoating with wendy like yeah. if you're not putting your all into it she's gonna tell you and i also like to work with people who are passionate because i'm a passionate person so like if somebody's like not really that passionate it's throwing me off wendy gets passionate she'll get in your face and yell at you yeah. i like that you know what i'm yeah. saying facts so yeah i prepare by hopping on the phone with wendy because you know wendy helped coach notorious and all of these for notorious. other people yeah, yeah for I've notorious and all of that yeah. so you know she she was a solid person to have in my corner i was just on FaceTime calls with her from even before the audition to before any time I was on set, just running it with her to get her feedback. And that was that was it, bro. That was it. Yeah, like I found out about that. Remember you, you invited me to the Actors Workshop, mm -hmm. the AMRAC Actors Workshop? 
And I seen how she was moving in there. I'm like, damn, remember when I got on stage, remember when you yeah, was over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had <laughs> me said, weak. Yeah, I said some shit, but I was serious though. Yeah. It was like, oh, because we was reading off of some um, this monologue. <laughs> and I said something and then everybody started laughing. I don't know what it yeah. was, but it was crazy. But I seen, um, I, I started doing like my homework on her. And I seen the type of work she was doing. And I also seen it on your page, how she was training you mm-hmm. for, the, for the role. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But that's dope, bro. Like, how everything came together for you. Yeah, it but all it had to come time. together, bro. The stars had to align for that to happen, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so grateful for the for the opportunity to do that. Because you got to understand, bro, when I was starting out in 2013, 14, 15, Power was my favorite show, bro. Like, I have Facebook memory posts about Power almost fucking any day it aired. Yeah. From years back. And every day it'd be coming up in my Facebook memories. I'm like, damn, yo, this kid really ended up doing what the fuck yeah. he wanted to do. Like, yeah. you feel me? Manifestation, man. For real, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm a big believer in manifestation, bro. I, I actually believe that that's our only job here is to just manifest. Like, that's our only purpose is to manifest, bro. Like, to, to make whatever you think happen is the only reason why you're here, bro. Yeah, you got to speak it into existence. Like, exactly. yeah, I'm going to be on that show. And I'm going to ask you, too, I know you get this question all the time. Everybody always trying to get on power. They be like, Corey, give me on power. Can I get on power? Like, give yeah. me. I know that's, that's annoying, right, that question? It's annoying <laughs> only because they try to treat it as though it's, it's a job that you don't need any requirements for. Like, you get what I'm saying? You're not even going to get into Walmart that easy. So why would you ever think you're going to get on the biggest show in America that easy? It's not that easy, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My first question is always like, oh, like... Have you acted in anything before? Do you have an acting coach? Like, if you're taking it serious, then we could take you serious. If you're not taking it serious, how huh? I'm going to take you serious. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Nah, that, definitely, bro. Yeah, it goes for anything, bro. It goes for anything. Like, I, I and I now see why, because I'm, I'm doing my own series now. I did a full casting. I took notes from everything I learned on Power for me to be able to do my own series. And it's like, right. you see why. Nobody's ever going to just wake up and just get on a, a big show, bro, because you don't put the work in. There's yeah, It's yeah. actual work. If you put the work in, then maybe you will. Yeah, like if you put... If you put the work in, whatever you're looking for are going to come find you. Yeah. Like you don't even got to run nobody down. Like, yo, put me on the show, put me on the show. Put the work in, get your buzz up, mm-hmm. keep build your brand up, and they're going to come to your doorstep like, yo, we want to amplify you. We want to, you know That's what I'm saying, fact. bring you up even more. But we're talking about your series, so we're going to segue into that. Amrak. Amrak. Amrak is on Amrak. the way, bro. Amrak is on the way. It's <laughs> on the way. We just, we got some editing to do. We got a lot of things to tie up. I'm trying to drop, and I'm going to have the biggest premiere party that the world has ever seen this summer, bro. You got to send that invite, too, bro, so I can get some I got fly you, shit. I got you, bro. Through, bro. You just got to come through, bro, crack a couple <laughs> jokes, you know what I'm saying? And you in there, bro. You in there like swimwear. I mean, word. Nah, but. for real. So, like, how did you come up with the name Amrak? How did it come together? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Because I know you have a lot of jobs on the show. Yeah. Like, you, 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 like, involved with a lot. Yeah. So, just break it down, you know? That, so, yeah. to answer your first question, I didn't come up with... Um, Amrak, the name, or even the concept of the show. Okay. It was brought to me, like, you know what I'm saying, after they, it was never intended to be that. Like, I, it was brought to me and I elevated it. Oh, okay. So, it was brought to me as a web series. 
and I didn't want to do a web series. So okay. my boy JL shot that, Fabio Foreign and Pop Smoke's videographer, shout out to him. Shout out to him, he um, fired with the cam. Yeah, so somebody came to him with the idea of doing a web series and he was all for it. Um, and they started putting the pieces together. They came out with a concept. Um, they introduced JL and my writer, Inf. You know what I'm saying? That all formed at that time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then JL hit me up and told me like, yo, bro, I'm doing this project. You know, I would love if you could be a part of it. And um, I came through and, and we started talking and I'm just like, listen, I don't mind being a part of this project, but I have like three stipulations. You get what I'm saying? Number one, I don't work for anybody. I'm a full partner, full respect. Yeah. And I, I had a meeting with all three of them on the floor. I'm like, I'm not somebody that works for y'all. I'm not going to be a side piece in this project. I'm, my name is going to be in lights. If this right. name is going to be in lights, mine's is going to be one of them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Number Only two, right. I'm not doing a web series. I did a web series before. Y'all can look it up on YouTube, Loving Queens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Classic. Throwback. Loving yeah. Queens. Throwback. With Shiggy. We, yeah, Shiggy with Shiggy. That's head. how Shiggy started the consistency of putting the work in to do skits was from that wow. web series. You get what I'm saying? I don't want to do another web series, bro. I got web series with hundreds of thousand views from 2013, bro. I'm off that. I want to do my own show. I've been writing shit in my notes and this and that. So the team was together. I'm like, we could do a show. We could do a pilot. And then we're going to bring it to the networks and we're going to sell it. We're going to get money and we're going to do the whole series. So, you know, that was that was pretty much it. And what did I say? It was a third stipulation. Um, yeah, you had. So you said that mm -hmm. your name got to be in the lights. Um, <laughs> of course, bro. I yeah. mean, King Corey the first. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a, a full partner on mm -hmm. it. Only right, though. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. going to add value to it. My third stipulation. My third stipulation was just that anybody that's on the core team has to put in the same amount of work because I did a podcast in the past and I like it was already established and then they 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 came to me. I went in and I elevated it and then somebody just stopped doing work and they just wanted to reap the benefits. So I didn't like that. So I said everybody on the core team has to put in work. If I'm sacrificing cuz the thing people don't understand, everybody wants to jump into film projects. You need to be a certain type of person, bro. Because I've been working on AMRAC over a year now. I've been doing nothing but dumping money into it. I haven't seen no return on funds. You know what I'm saying? I got to sacrifice going to people, baby shower, weddings, flying out the country, parties, famous parties, celebrity shit. Yeah. I can't do it because I have to do my series now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you, you cannot just make a one-time agreement of, yeah, yeah, nah, we're going to do it. It's going to be lit. And then after that, just want to still live your life. This is a big commitment. So those are my three stipulations, and the team was cool with it. And then from there, we jump on board. Now I'm all in it because this is my project. I'm putting my name on it. Ah, uh, nah, facts. definitely. I seen I seen how y'all came together at the workshop. Like mm -hmm. y'all really had everything in order. I learned so much at the workshop too. Mm -hmm. Got the headshot. Yeah, the headshot yeah. included and all the, that. The workshop was my idea from um, way back. I had it written in my notes that I always wanted to do a workshop where I combine like an acting coach, a stunt coordinator, and a photographer to give actors a start because people just don't know where to start. The first thing to start is on your headshots. You need to have a good, clean picture of yourself because if you don't have a good, clean picture of yourself, how is anybody going to see your face? That's a gem right there. Like, it's it's true. That's the first thing first right First there. things first. So I, I, And then you should have a basic idea of how to 
move your body and how to act. So that's why I brought the acting coach, stunt coordinator all together. So everybody that comes to that event can leave like, all right, I got my headshot now. I'm, I, I had one acting lesson and I also had a stunt lesson. Like I know something and it, I, I would just hope that they continued. And a lot of people did. Like a lot of people from those workshops went on to um, uh, study with Wendy and Rory and all of that. And shout outs to them, bro. Shout oh, outs to them. Bro, that was yeah. the purpose. They took it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's about. So I want to get into Greener the movie. Yeah, yeah. I watched my first, it the other... my first project. Yeah, yeah. I, I went on Amazon Prime, copped it the other day just to get more insight about what you got going on. Like for people that the stuff that people don't know, like you yeah, know, like yeah. the from when you first started, like that was yeah. like years ago, yeah. and you you wrote it. Yeah, right? I, I did everything. There you was did everything. Everything. Narrated it. Everything. everything. Acted in it. Yeah. So, so how did that come about? Um, that was just, you know, that was just like me. I had went through a time in my life where I was just writing like mad scripts, bro. And I wrote this fire script that was about a homeless dude and um, named Barnaby. And the script was so fire that I was like, OK, this is fire. I can't shoot this right now. I need to shoot something that I could shoot by myself. I didn't have no resources, bro. This is like before everything when I started yeah. working on greener so i just had my son who i did the podcast with and i had my other mans who just had a camera you get what i'm saying and i was like fuck it this the team you get what i'm saying yeah. but those two they they wasn't filmmakers and they're still not you know now my boy rich quality he does videography and photography I've seen that. I've seen but at the time we was just three three guys you get what i'm saying but i had that passion in me to want to at least you know what I'm saying? Prove myself that I could do something. You know what I'm saying? And nobody would follow me. Like now I have a team of 100 people that work with me on AMRAC and they they, they they follow just by whatever I say, it could change their entire day or week. You get what I'm saying? But they got to trust me to lead and nobody's going to trust me to lead if I don't lead. So I had to lead and yeah. I had to just do a project and just show I could put a project together, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not hard. I respect anybody that does a short film, uh, a, a feature film, any type of film. If it's independent, bro, I know it was terrible. It was terrible to put it, put those pieces together. It's literally just that hard. So that was my motivation for for doing that. And also, you know, the theme behind Greener, which I wasn't able to to release the part two, which kind of digs into the message. But you might have been able to pick it up. It was just about the system being rigged because um, the main character, the college student, Pete, yeah. His mom was all in debt, you get what I'm saying? And she also had a little alcohol problem. I didn't dive all into that. But pretty much the system was set up for us to, to fail, you know what I'm saying? And crime is, 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 is a result of that. So you get what I'm saying? That, that, that was the whole thing at the beginning that I was saying. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you give a lot of information at the beginning. Exactly. And, and the concept of greener, it, it has many meanings. Like green as in money, green as the grass is always greener. You get what I'm saying? One of the characters' names was Green. It's just, it was it was so many elements. You get what I'm saying? And I put little things like the dice we was rolling in there was Green. It was just all about Green. You get what I'm saying? And the concept of Green. Because Green drives us to do crazy things. Money. That's a fact. You get what I'm saying? That's a fact. So that's where that came about. And the idea and everything was dope. It's just really tough to do independent projects with no no bread. Or fact. by yourself. And I'm yeah. not I'm not an editor. I'm not, you get what I'm saying? I'm not all of those things, but I can't be all of those things. It's yeah. too much. Even if I could do all of those things excellently, it would not serve me to do all of those things. It's crazy you know that you said that because 
Um, I was watching something the other day, and it was like, you got to focus on who, not how. So not trying to do everything. So okay. if you got somebody that's elite with the videography, like elite videographer, I know how to speak and I know how to do it. I let them do, do their thing so we could put it all together. If mm -hmm. I'm trying to do everything, I'm going to shortchange some shit. Like, I'm going to shortchange this and I'm not going to give my full all to it. It's true. Just let somebody else, pay somebody else to do what they're great at mm -hmm. and you bring what you're great at. He bring what he's great at and put it together. 100%, bro. Nothing should be taking up more than 30% of your time if that's not what your main goal is. So you get what I'm saying? If you're spending more than 30% of your time editing and you don't want to be an editor, then you're wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing if it's only 10% of your time and you could get it done instead of paying somebody. I understand that. Right. But if it's taking like, yo, editing, bro, I'm sure I'm sure VP knows. Bro, I was trying to do it myself. I had to, I, had to, I had to call him, bro. I was like, nah, I can't do this. Time consuming, bro. I didn't know what I was doing, bro. I was, I was doing it for hours trying to figure this shit out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. My advice, bro, is find somebody who could edit, bro, and just, if they got to get paid, then pay them, because yeah, you're going to waste your time, bro, and, it, and it's still not going to come out how you want it to come out, bro. That's just time is money. Real shit. So you're going to lose anyway. You, being cheap is going to cost you. It's expensive to be cheap. It is, bro. You got to think about what you're losing out on, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? By being cheap. <laughs> that shit costs. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. So I want to get into how is it working with some of these actors? Because you was working with Mecca. Yeah, you was working son, with Dan Kane. Daniel Sanjata. Yeah. We actually talked about you, and believe it or not. Me and Daniel Sanjata talked about you. He thinks you're so funny, bro. That's, that's You got to come on the pod, bro. Bro, he thinks you're so funny, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. He, he always, he's like, yo, this guy, he does an impression of you, bro. What? Yeah, it's funny, bro. Bro, when he in New York, bro, pull up, man. I, I, yeah. he, he don't got no Instagram though. He not on social bro, media. He he's <laughs> Daniel Sanjata. First of all, I love Daniel Sanjata, bro. He's a real person, bro. He's not one of these fake people in Hollywood. Um, and he's he's one of those people that's like not like a conspiracy theorist, but he's like woke and certain that he's not with Instagram, bro. Oh, he's yeah. not with that. Not he don't want to be yeah. dealing with that shit. So I get Daniel. I respect like, it. You know what I'm saying? He's a person you got to catch him in traffic. For real, for yeah. real. Yeah. Catch real him in shit. LA or something. Yeah, I mean, LA, yeah, right? like I got his number and we, we talk from time to time, but you would never catch him on Instagram. He's just the type of person that, yo, that's the government. No, no, no. <laughs> they, they, they're taking my face. They're watching me. You got all these people commenting. Like, I can imagine him now. He He's not into that, bro. Like the real character with Mecca kind of similar a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, everybody, if you're, if you're truly a good actor, I think you find a way to bring yourself to the character, even if that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Like, to mm -hmm. bring an element of yourself and bring an element of the idea of, you know, the character and then fuse that to make a realistic character right. rather than trying to pretend to be something that you're not. You have to find the similarities and fuse it together. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It's crazy that you said that because I remember um, at the Actors Workshop, Wendy, she had us on stage and she was trying to, she was seeing that to think about, like, one of the most hurtful things in your life and try to like get sad like so I think she asked me she was just like who is the most important to you so I was thinking about like my sister and my mom I remember you, you said remember that. that yeah she yeah, was like my bro. sister and my mom yeah mm -hmm. and I that ass was about like the tears was about to start coming down because I was thinking about something happening to them so she basically was like yeah that's it because that's how you get the emotions like mm -hmm. to really bring the um character to life yeah you got to connect personally you know what I'm saying you 
you can't judge the character in certain ways too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you playing somebody who's like a fucked up character, you can't judge them. You actually kind of have to justify it because if you're judging them, then you're not going to be able to be truthful to doing that fucked up thing. You, so you got to justify it to yourself. Like, like if I was a character and I was supposed to fucking choke you out right now in the middle of a podcast for no reason at all, <laughs> yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I would yeah. think like, yo, that's fucked up. Why would I choke out business? That's my guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But same time, though, I would have to, if I was acting, I would have to be like, well, um, fuck this nigga business, first of all. I do what I want. I would have to justify it so I could be truthful in it. You yeah, so you could bring that real... Yeah, exactly. Real vibe to it. And that's the thing with my project is, you know, my thing is like, first of all, my, my company and my, my, my brand is The Hood's Hollywood. So oh, my okay. whole idea is, is mixing The Hood with Hollywood, being the bridge between The Hood and Hollywood. And I feel like I am because... I fuck with people from the top of the food chain in Hollywood down to the bummiest niggas in the hood. Like, I just, you know, I grew up with, I know them, but I feel like I can bring more realness to Hollywood because of that. You get what I'm saying? Hollywood, you you just, they don't have the same type of access that I do. You yeah. feel me? Every, like, for example, right. all, half of the cast of Power is not from New York. They're from LA. So when they come wow. to New York, they're always trying to figure out how do I make this seem new york that's another gem because i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that bro bro and even like the teacher um the teacher carrie milgram she's you know she's yeah. from great britain like she's from the Crazy. uk bro she's not even they got some great actors and actresses exactly. out there bro. you would never know though exactly but you can't you cannot fake authenticity though at the same time it's just never gonna be the same so i'm trying to bring that realness with my with my shit you feel me but mixed with top quality techniques that I learned from the greatest, the greatest yeah. to do it. You know what I mean? Authentic is just a way to be, man. Like you, it, it just come out better. Like you trying to stage everything and you trying to just be like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Sometimes you could just have, you know, um, some shit happen and transpire that you didn't even plan, but it just happened. Like once you, once you set up the scene and you have two actors and you give them the concept, then you let them rock. You give them the freedom to do do what they do. Right. Like you might just catch some fire shit, bro. Fire. You know what I'm saying? You already did your due diligence by casting them and all of that extra shit, but you let them. You know, you set that stage and you could just yeah. get magic, bro, from that. And you just be sitting back. They be like, yo, that was yeah. ill. And I'm like, yo, I didn't even plan that, bro. That shit was fire, yeah. though. So you um, mean like the improv? Like you improv yeah. a lot, come out come out on some great scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. A lot of the greatest scenes you've seen in movies was improv, bro. Like in Paid in Full, when the nigga can't pull the nigga out the car and start beating oh, him up. Yeah. That was improv, bro. That was not in the script at all. Like, there's so much shit that's just improv, bro. That part is funny as hell. Hell so yeah. Beat the shit out of Yeah, bro. For real. You got to give people freedom. And a lot of times on Hollywood sets, you don't really get much freedom as an actor. You got to say the exact script unless you got your name up. Oh, okay. You understand? Okay, it goes okay, okay, like okay. that. Because I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a break down the dynamic. If you the writer of the show and your name is up, and then we get him as an actor, right? Boom. He starts changing the lines. Do he feel like he's bigger than you because he could change your lines? But you, you a big writer. Yeah. This is an unknown actor. How can he change your lines? You know what I'm saying? It's only if you are a, a less established writer and then you writing for Denzel Washington. You not yeah. telling Denzel shit, bro. Nah, hell though. So that's the dynamic of it. 
But in my on my films, bro, I let every actor, you know, have some some type of leeway just to see what I could get get out of it. You feel me? Yeah, cause you like just like with you, mm-hmm. and you only you had one line. You said that McVeigh was only supposed to get one line, but you originally, yeah, you added like you you brung that and then brung that to the table, and the writers like, damn, I could play with this. Like yeah, I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, what I'm saying I could write some more. Like yeah, we yeah, need yeah, him yeah. in it more. Like you know, what I'm saying. And that's my thing. Like, people get nervous with auditions, but I feel like your audition is the best chance to show as much of you as possible. Because that's where the writer, the director will connect to that. You get what I'm saying? They're going to connect to that. They can't connect to the fake shit. So do you in that audition. It should should be no pressure. If you're going out to audition, just go smash that shit. Do whatever you want to do. Because if they don't like you, they're not going to pick you. And then... Yeah. No skin off your back. But people be coming on auditions, mad, nervous, and stiff, and just trying to like do what they think they want them to do, but you can't do that. Just bring you to the audition. Somebody's gonna fuck with you. you yeah. Know what I'm That's how I feel. It's mad people in the world. Somebody's gonna fuck with what you got going on. Yeah, and then sometimes you're just not not right for the role, bro. You know what I'm saying? We could have the role out, and in my head, I want a short Spanish nigga and you come in, bro. You're not getting the role, bro. <laughs> it's just how it goes. That is what it is, bro. So, um, how is it working with Kane? That's my guy, bro. Man. He's he he's mad cool, funny, bro. He he knows his shit. He's an excellent actor, bro. Even even filming him, cause a lot of the times, that's what you gotta realize. I'm actually the one filming them. That's crazy. So fun. even filming yeah. him, it's like super easy to work with him, bro. Like he's just he's just a pro, bro. I'm gonna be honest. He's a pro at the highest level, cause he's he's one of them people that came up the hard way too, like just doing skits and doing doing different shit to get his get his weight up. And, and he was a dancer, Chris Brown. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he, he's ready, bro. He's hungry. You got some big actors, bro. I won't name them, but I swear to God, bro, they show up to set and they still don't even know what we're doing. Wow. They have no idea what the scene is because we sent them the, the script and they just didn't check. Wow. So it make your job harder. Hell yeah, bro. Hell Damn. yeah. Everything got to work together, bro. The camera, the lighting, it's all types of elements. It all got to be timed out right. You get what I'm saying? Some, yeah. some sequences we shoot, bro, are like very delicate. So if, if, if the actor's off, my time is off. You get what I'm saying? Right. And then that's time wasted. and Time did. is money on set, time bro. Is, yeah. One thing about being on set, always be on time. And always just don't be wasting time, bro, because you got to think about it. Everybody's getting paid. All the equipment is rented. All the shit. Everything, every minute that goes by is like a fucking probably like 20, 50,000, bro. <laughs> Literally, crazy, like you cannot bro. waste time on set at all. That's crazy. So as an actor, if you don't know your lines and you blowing takes, bro, that's the worst. Get them out of here, bro. Get them out. He doesn't know his lines. <laughs> and I know that they, they, be, they could get real harsh on there and just kick somebody out type shit. They don't even care. Yeah, now nah, they, they usually times. they usually just literally get fed up and then just start yelling. They're like, "Come on, what the fuck? The line is give it to me. Come on, do you not understand? Somebody get the like, you know, like they'll just embarrass you like Damn. at that point. So you got to know your lines when you come to set. That's, That's crazy, bro. Oh yeah. So so Kane is a professional, bro. My boy Woody is is super professional. I could tell, man. I could tell, man. But. It seemed like y'all like all a family on set though, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Are. Like y'all get along type shit. Like it's like it's not even work coming to work. Nah, actually, you know what's so crazy is it's actually too much. Like it's too <laughs> much. It reminds me of high school going, going to a set of 
of ghosts like it's like so much it's just like everybody's cool like we could get distracted very easily and then i'm out here getting in trouble and shit like yeah, yeah, yeah. somehow some way they're like oh Corey, like you you're slowing down you. production yeah like yo like if like okay the last season because i've been freelancing with power ever since i started doing my own series i'm not full-time anymore like i've been doing other things and i've just been going there when i when i want to type shit so when i come to set it's kind of more of like a crazier thing that i'm even on set so like last time i'm on set like mary j blige runs off set and she's hugging me and then the assistant director's (laughs) like oh the sun's going down guys what we doing we got a film oh why are you over there talking with Corey? let's go Corey, get out of here bro you're distracting everybody like it's too much like high school now bro crazy that's dope bro that's dope but we coming to the close man and i'm just happy that you came through bro. you came came with gems man like you just dropping gems as soon as we turn on the camera mm-hmm. i'm saying you leveled this shit up even on a whole nother level get what i'm trying to show you i appreciate and that, bro. i want to know like what you got coming up i know amrak is coming out soon yeah, yeah, yeah. i know you got a whole bunch of other stuff coming out so just mm-hmm. plug yourself in yeah i mean really bro amrak is the main thing that I, i'm all in on you know what i'm saying aside from that bro i've just been into like real estate investing and like really trying to build for the long term like you know what I'm saying I I had like I said after the role and everything like I really just took that money that extra money I was making and I bought a property bro because I was like you know I've seen that yeah yeah, yeah. that same week that power aired was when I closed on the crib so you know what I'm saying it's been exactly a year now since then so yeah I'm just trying to add another one to the portfolio just keep going with generation generational wealth exactly bro i mean like anybody watching this bro real estate really is it like it's really the the smart thing to do but i also feel like don't just do it to live in it do it to rent it out because if you do it to live in it now you gotta if the roof cave in you gotta spend 15 bands if the boiler go out anything now you spend an extra breath for no reason do it for the cash flow because the cash flow is valid so you buy and hold you're saying buy hold rent it rent it out bro multi-family property bro jersey is hot right now i mean my first property is in new york but i'm i'm on jersey now bro jersey's fire bro if you look up the highest um increase in appreciation bro it's in jersey bro right now because new york's so expensive and jersey's so cheap so it only makes sense for people to go from New York to Jersey. So that's what I'm on right that's now. That's what bro. everybody doing. They're going to Jersey because yeah, yeah rent is cheap out there. Jersey, Jersey City, for example, is up like four thousand percent. I'm talking uh, about if you bought a property in Jersey City five years ago, ten years ago, bro, you good. You bro. up now? Yeah, three. You probably spent two, three hundred k, and now that shit is worth like one point five, bro. And it's still going. So that's that's what I'm on right now, bro. Nah, bro, that's dope, bro. I, I definitely seen when you posted that property. I'm like, yo, real estate too. Like, yeah, yeah that's how you gotta move, bro. Yeah, and, and it's been good, bro. Those tenants, I rented that property out in two weeks. I mean, I stayed in it for a few months to get to know it. And then I rented that property out in two weeks from putting it up. And them tenants been in there ever since. Good, good tenants. Good money. Nine, yeah. This yeah. is valid, bro. People be making it, people be trying to overcomplicate things. Like, <laughs> oh, you gotta know. Oh, the tenants might break the walls. Like, come on, bro. That's horror stories. But if you do your due diligence, it's just like anything else. Like, like in filming, like if you do your due diligence with casting, you're gonna get good actors. If you do your due diligence with screening tenants, then you're gonna have good tenants. But if you if you skip that part and just let anybody wrench your shit then yeah they might tear it up you gotta pick the right people mm-hmm. in anything mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in, in anything, bro. Yeah, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Nah, that's a fact, for your bro. people, for your podcast, pick the right people, bro. Yeah. Make a break. I had you on there, man. I picked the right person, bro. I yeah, had fuck it. We yeah, here, bro. We, we here, sending bro. it up. Wait, wait. <laughs> so hold on. So so you did one episode so far? How many episodes are you in right now? Are you nah, pre-taping? This is, or this is episode four. This is episode four? Yeah, I just did two I just did two interviews. Like I did two one, interviews. I did one on Sunday and I did one last week. So you, you kind of like got them got them lined up right now to up. drop. All right, that's bet, bro. Yeah, that's bro. That's fire, bro. That's fire, bro. And whoever, you know what I'm saying, you could plug in from the show to come on here when stuff started getting up, send them through. Yeah, I'm going to see who's around. Uh, uh, you know, everybody be busy, but hey, listen, if somebody's yeah. with it, they want to come through. A lot of people, like I said, they fuck with you. Like, we be laughing about your shit, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's definitely possible. Nah, I appreciate it, bro. You definitely be letting me know and all that, man. Yeah. I ain't even know. I, I, they be reposting it, but I ain't know they really rock with it like that. Yeah, and let me ask you before we get out of here, like, so how did you feel when 50 posted you oh nah that's crazy that's a question right there bro i was hyped bro i was jumping up and down in the crib because bro i'm not gonna cap son like when i first started doing it when i um when i did the bmf i did bmf like lat like first season i made a couple videos about it mm-hmm. one of my main goals i'm like yo 50 gotta repost this and it, it took long took months and all that but i just kept going yeah. kept putting out content like started getting real consistent with it. I'm talking about dropping like 12, 13 videos when it dropped, mm-hmm. heavy. And then just kept building a fan base, kept building it, kept building it. And then he just posted it. I don't know who told me he posted. I think um, I think it was one of the actors um, from the show. They had hit me up like, yo, I know you hype. Um, 50 posted you. Uh, Cause he me? posted me twice. Was it me? Um, you seen it before? You seen it? I don't know if I, I probably didn't see it before you saw it, but I, I did didn't find it. out. I, a, I didn't find out exactly when he posted it, or somebody sent it to me. Mm. And I think it was my man's. I think from the UK, he got like a blog, and he hit me up. He was like, "Yo, bro, like," he was just mad hype. But in my yeah. head, he didn't tell me he posted it yet. But in my head, I'm like, "Yo, Fifty probably posted this." See, it this? just was in my head, and I'm like, "What?" I went to 50 page and I seen I'm like, oh shit, I seen it. And I'm and I'm going crazy, bro. I'm like, damn, son, like I'm in a crib with it. And I don't know, man. I was just on a high type of shit, bro. Yeah, that's another thing I gotta drop and let people know. Like, if you make content and you maybe your goal is for like a celebrity to see it, nine times out of ten, bro, they probably are gonna see it. Because yeah. like if it's funny or if yeah. it's if it's actually uh, worthy, <laughs> because like you know what I'm saying? Once you started dropping videos out like and it was like about Zeke or whoever, I would send it to people like and we all in one community. There's no it's almost impossible for 50 to not see it. Like <laughs> yeah. I knew that was going to happen, actually, yeah. before you did, because nah, you I, knew, was telling, you was telling I told you, you that we, we was all laughing about your shit beforehand. But I didn't know, though, because you ain't say 50. You was like the, the whole crew, but I ain't know. Yeah, but there's no way 50 could not know. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, yeah. you get what I'm saying? If you make content like that, we we're we're seeing your shit you get what i'm saying we're yeah. seeing it it's it's like your shit be funny though that's that's the thing some <laughs> of it be, it, bro. be jokes it, bro. you get what i'm yeah. saying keep keep going yeah keep <laughs> keep going <laughs> keep going business in cold dot store man get what i'm saying i have to give him a t-shirt too and all that oh yeah i got yeah, my man. t-shirt over here bro yeah, i'm man. lit bro we locked that's in man king Corey that. the first that's a fact aka bro. mcveigh 
AKA respect the shooter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, from behind the camera to in front of the camera, like wherever they grinding. want me to be, wherever they want me yeah. to be, I'm there. That's it. I'm saying from the trenches to now, like yeah. So love is love podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at business moving, on Twitter at business moving, on TikTok at business is moving, and just follow follow the YouTube man, business moving. Everything. Yeah, business moving, man. You know follow it. King Corey the first. It's up, bro. Yeah, that's a fact, Thanks bro. For, thanks for coming through, bro. You already, you already, you already. Yeah. You already.